everything happens for a reason yes everything happens for a reason Welcome to Happy Thought, a storytime podcast with great music. I'm your host, Joey Brovant, and each week I'll be joined by a fellow Piedmont student to hear a story of theirs and reflect on it. This week, my guest is the lovely and ever-so-awesome Sammy Calvero, back again with another great story for us. And we're just going to jump right into it, guys. Sammy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing good. Um, I'm just excited to be back on the mic with you. I love having recurring guests because, you know, it gives the audience a chance to hear another story from a guest they may have loved hearing. Um, and it gives me a chance to reconnect with a good friend. We're going to start it off with a music break as we always do. This is You May Be Right by Billy Joel. Enjoy. Was it? 
So let's just jump right into it. Um, so you're telling us a story about uh, something awesome you did for one of your one of your art teachers, and just just start us off. Let's hear it. So um, I didn't become an art major uh, until this this past fall, uh, my freshman year. I was an athletic training major, and so what really got me into wanting to pursue art and getting into the graphic like design of things was the intro to art class and the old drawing professor his name was brian hits mr hits mm. and um he was just the way he would talk about art was just so passionate and then i was just like you know i find myself being really passionate about just a doodle on a piece of paper a lot yeah. maybe i should <laughs> maybe i should be an art major <laughs> and then the fall came around i was really nervous because i was going to be the only sophomore in the class, everyone else was like freshmen because yeah, it's yeah. a drawing one class, freshman level class. Got a little later start, but I mean, I yeah, felt so that. Yeah, so I was before. like really nervous. I was going to be in a class with no one I knew and a whole new drawing professor I was really excited to meet. Her name is Amanda Burke. She's from Athens. And uh, before she decided to pursue art as a printmaker, she decided to pursue stand up comedy in new york no way actually yeah okay. so she lived in new york for a good bit of her life oh and i she love that so it just adds to her personality it just that's she's quirky just naturally <laughs> just like so funny yeah like they'll be like when in critique we'll be critiquing and then she's just like yeah honestly <laughs> looks like a printmaker made this ha ha, ha. and then like everyone's <laughs> laughing and then she'll turn around she's like you guys know i'm a printmaker right <laughs> yeah that wasn't <laughs> like he, she's she's just naturally really funny and quirky. Yeah. I know that's not like a personality that a lot of people enjoy to be around all the time, especially since her class is two and a half hours long. But me personally, I enjoyed it because I was so nervous in the beginning. She made me feel like, okay, she's nervous too, clearly because yeah, yeah. of how quirky she is. Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love that though. I love that she's got this open, such an open. Um, such an open-ended dialogue with her students too that it makes everybody feel a little more comfortable and you know she can not make herself look stupid but you know like make herself look more accessible oh yeah she she doesn't like to be called like professor burke or anything she only likes to be called amanda she's just like guys i remember her being like one day she's like if you don't know what to call me don't call me professor burke <laughs> just call me amanda because like i feel like calling me professor burke is like a little like who are you talking yeah, to? I love that. She's herself <laughs> first before a professional, which is what you want from anybody in life. You know, you want to yeah. be able to call, especially when we're, we're adults now, you know, we want to be able to be on a sort of not peer level with our teachers, but like, you know, at least an adult to adult yeah. face to face basis. She's a really good person, like just a really good person to be around because she makes you feel like, you know, you don't have to be nervous because she's, she's, just as messy of a person as, yeah. an ex, as an ex-college kid, but she's not a college kid. She's just, like, an adult adult. So I'm just like, all right, like, I feel like she and I would get along really well. And we do. We do. She's probably one of my favorite professors. I hate, like, picking favorites. 
Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I, I, I have a favorite in my major, and, and I let her know even this week. I was like, hey, you're my favorite by a long shot. And, and it makes them feel good, too, though, you know? It does. It, I think it's very rewarding, like, as a professor to be like, oh, like, yeah, my I mean, students actually yeah. like me. They don't. Yeah, nobody wants, to, nobody wants to be the professor. Everybody, you know, hates to get their class. Yeah. Nobody wants to be that person. But sometimes you have to be that person to extent. But even still, that on that level, you can still be the professor that some people are drawn to because you're like, I hate that you make me work so hard, and I hate that you, you know, are really riding me all the time. But yeah. I've definitely become better because of you, and I can admit that. Yeah. Um, but you did something really special for for Amanda, right? You you really did something cool for her. I did. So the art department was having a, um, I guess, a scholarship competition in the Swag Gallery, which is a student artwork gallery. And that. that's the that art other building. building, right? The other art building. No, um, it's in the main art building. Okay. It's on the same floor as the printmaking studio, the the graphic design studio, and the photography studio where all the student artwork goes up for display, especially for, like, capstones. Oh, um, I love that. So it was a competition. A lot of people entered. Um, I think the highest prize, what the like, most amount given was $1,000. Basically, wow. they, they had, like, a, um, a professional artist come in and look at all the art pieces and be the judge. Wow. And he administered the, the awards, and then the art history professor who's in charge of the um, the off-campus museum that mm-hmm. I worked at. Um, she came in and she announced the awards. And one of my friends, actually, Madison Gott, got the, got the highest award. No kidding. She got the Congratulations. What was, it, what was her piece? Was what a medium? It, it's, it was called Static in My Head or Static in My Mind. Mm, and it was, it was acrylic paint. And it was just, mm. I don't know if it was supposed to be a self-portrait per se, but it was the bottom half of the painting was, like the basis for a self-portrait in her own art style, which is like, I personally looking at her art style, it's just like a lot of lines, like a lot of harsh lines. Or yeah, it doesn't look like like a picture, and yeah, I like yeah. that about her artwork. And Love then that. the top half was clouds, just where her like eyes would be, and oh. like the top of her head, it's just clouds, and then it's power lines, like power lines. Oh, in I the cloud. That. That's an interesting way to take. I'm immediately think of like electricity and yeah. some aspect when you hear static yeah. on my mind. So that's she, a really interesting way of putting that. Yeah, and she won. I think it was very well deserved because mm-hmm. it was a really cool art piece. It's hard to beat um, paint. It's hard to beat paintings too because yeah. you can do a lot more with them at an easier scale. Um, but yeah, but you did something just as cool. I think. I mean, you were really going for something. Uh, more ambitious, in my opinion. Yeah. So I every student was allowed to enter two pieces of artwork. So I entered a still life drawing I made of a bowl of strawberries and plants. I I did it last semester and I really liked it. Like I liked all the line work I was able to do. You could definitely tell like that was just you could definitely see myself in the drawing. Mm-hmm. But then I also made a poster, and for my poster I wanted to make a dedication piece. For Amanda, and she calls herself the Lady of Prince. What her <laughs> website is called is what her Instagram page full of her artwork is called. Very nice. And you named the piece that? Or? I said a dedication to Our Lady of Prince. Oh, love. And that. then it was a collage of all of her different murals. 
um, in one poster. And I made her, I made a a traced image of her, which is just like a cutout image of Amanda Mm. painting. And I put her on the poster, making it look like she was painting the collage. And the top of it, like, says Our Lady of Prince. In the f- I tried to get as close to the font that she uses on her website. And I said for Amanda Burke in on the bottom half of it. And I put a, I like, it really pushed my graphic design skills because. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, my God, that sounds like such a, you're putting so many elements together already. Yeah, I, I had learned how to um, make collages from a previous assignment that I did in my graphic design class this semester and I I really loved it and I was like I really want to do something like that for Amanda I think because she because I made a dedication piece for her because unfortunately she's not returning in the fall and I'm yeah I know and I'm like really sad about it I know she's sad about it because when she told us she's just like I'm not going to go in detail because things are going to start happening with my eyes and it's really embarrassing (laughs) so we're not going to get in depth, but I won't be returning because she's a she's not a full time professor. She's a full time artist. Yeah, I was going to say artist. like this isn't her real job, so yeah. I get I get a hundred percent, and it's not easy. Um, you know, it's not easy for any artist out there. You know, even if you're at the top of your game, there's still so many hoops yeah. to jump through constantly. So any any kind of amazing work you can get. I mean, work even working here was probably just an amazing experience mm-hmm. for her too. A lot of her, she said that a lot of her commission pieces, she does mural work, like, for places, I think, around Athens. It's interesting, because that's not necessary. Does she do it with prints, or? No. So she used to actually own a printmaking studio called Double Dutch in Athens, because that's where oh, she's from. Okay. And um, it was her and her friend, and it was open for, I think, three years before they had to shut down, because the amount of, like, commissions they were getting was too much. Printmaking is a lot of, like, hand work yeah it's i mean it's a long process and it like they said like she when she was explaining this she was just like it was just a lot for like our flail arms my our arms (laughs) by the end of that by the beginning of double dutch and by the end of double dutch my arms became noodles i love how easy she going is and i love how she's so easy to not go to an excuse (laughs) you know like she's like so i love how she's so casual about it that's so fun yeah but they shut double dutch down and she does mural work like a lot um, I know recently she did one for a veterinary office. She did the whole building, and she painted like huge cats. Like it was, she posts about it all the time. Really cool stuff that she does, and wow, I yeah. I look up to her a lot because I'm like, I wish I could be like that. And I know I could be one day. I'm not gonna be like I'm never gonna be like that because <laughs> I I I still got to go to we got to get you to New York so you can yeah. do some stand up now. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I used to actually want to be a stand up comedian. Hey, me too. When I, I was think that super is one of the young. coolest careers. I out it was there. so funny when she said she <laughs> walked in. She's like, I used to be a stand up comedian, and I was like, I used to want that to be my job for the yeah. longest time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I feel like she and I just get along. <laughs> yeah, but it's an imbi- I love that it's just one of the most ambitious dreams to you. Whenever you see someone. Whenever you hear someone say that, like they actually went for it, it's just yeah. like, I already have so much re- respect for you. You know, like yeah. you actually went for that. You actually gone. All right. Well, we're gonna send it back to some music. We're having a great talk here. Um, we're gonna get back onto this when we come back. Um, here's some Eagles for you guys. Stop. 
back with sammy uh so she just gave us just a great little spiel about this awesome awesome collaborative piece you did um in dedication to your awesome awesome professor who unfortunately won't be with us um in the future which is always sad to see we see a lot of professors come and go from here um i think the main part is too i think even for the students here Piedmont's one of those places you get a lot out of and um, you take it with you to the future, especially our younger professors, you know, still in the midst of their life. And you see those older professors just stay and be that those rocks for the for the community here. Um, but uh, so what do you think? What do you think overall? Like her kind of I mean, she's clearly had some kind of impact on you, you know. So what do you think you're going to take away from your time that you got with her? Um, some I think there's a lot that I could take away um, just being her student mm-hmm. um a lot of her values are the same things that like i value like artwork wise she doesn't like artwork to look like a picture because then she's just like why don't you just take out your camera and just take a picture of it yeah, yeah, yeah she likes to see yourself 
in your artwork. That's what she looks for in critiques. She loves to see it. And um, and I think that's the only true way to, um, you know, when yeah. especially when you're an artist where it's so easy to, when, I mean, when you're a good artist, you know, <laughs> you finally, like, you know, get good at drawing. It's so easy to draw what you see. Yeah. Um, but the pieces that you can actually show people are the pieces that you you know, you can actually pull some from yourself and like nobody else could draw this to the degree you did because no one has that mind like you have, you know. That's one of our most unique things we have. So yeah. what a, um, that's a great lesson to take too. Yeah, I know something, my ceramics professor actually taught me this and it's that if you want to be an original artist, you cannot go to art school because they teach you how to use your medium. Mm-hmm. And they're they're making you reference other artists for inspiration. Um, if you want to be an original artist, you gotta like you gotta teach yourself. You gotta be freelance, and you gotta be bold too. <laughs> bold, bold, and I think that's something that she values when she says like she doesn't like artworks that look like a picture. Mm-hmm. She wants to be able to see herself. She's looking for that originality. It's really hard to be. Um, an original artist nowadays because artwork was made so long ago and I, I'm forced to learn about it every day <laughs> yeah. in art history. Not that I hate the class, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah pretty much all originality and that's, I is mean, not there anymore. And nowadays. you know, you always hear about it, tortured artists, but that's a, that's torture in itself to like know that, like hear that while you're, you know, part of that, like learning art in school. Um, to hear that, like, you know, you have a lower chance of being an original artist just from what you're learning in these classes. And I love that she teaches like that. I love that she's like, get outside the box. Like, do not follow do not follow the rules because the rules are going to lead you astray from your actual goal that you came here for. You know, that, that goal to be just one of those. I mean, because it's in the back of everybody's head. Of course you would want to be an outstanding artist. And people are just like, how did you come up with this? There's so much meaning. There's so much depth, mm-hmm. so much life in this, you know? Like, everybody wants to have that, you know? Why get into art if you don't have that feeling in your soul like you've got something to share to that degree? And and I, th- I, and I, think, I think you can still be an original artist with, you know, classical or, you know, with professional learning and professional teaching. Obviously, it's not as good as, Back in the day when you yeah. get an apprenticeship with a guy who may not at the time be yeah. the greatest artist of his generation. But, you know, when, you know, 30 years later, people are going to look back and be like, man, that guy was amazing. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I learned from him. It's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Very. I think the only way you can really get apprenticeships now is in tattoo shops. Yeah. And those take it takes like a while before you're allowed to actually tattoo someone because it's like. You're going to permanently tattoo someone's skin. You don't want to be bad yeah. at it. Yeah, it's like a backhanded <laughs> apprenticeship because, like, you're <laughs> you're learning so hands-off for so, like, while the, basically the whole time you're learning because as soon as you get on to skin, you're no longer learning except from, you know, experience and whatnot. Yeah. But, like, you're no longer learning because you better be, you better be killing it. You better be mastering it. You better hopefully be at a level that's competitive yeah. with, you know, near the top and... That's crazy though. That the only re- that is really one of the only ways you can get apprenticeship, unless you just meet a nice artist that's you know willing to give up their time and energy, which you don't really see those those that often anymore. Yeah, and another thing that I think now that she's leaving, that I've learned from her, is that 
um, you know, being an artist, it's kind of, or just any major in general, it's really hard. It's really easy to like lose yourself in the midst of all your projects. And she's really good about embracing who she is as a person, as a as a professor, as a professional artist. She's really good at em- embracing her like quirky side and her funny side, and also yeah. like being serious sometimes, and like giving us a game plan for what what our final is going to be like, or what our what is our assignment going to be, what, how's the rest of this week going to play out. She's really good at learning how to at showing us how we can be ourselves as students but also how we can be professionals in a learning environment as well. And she really just overall changed the way I guess looked at drawing because for the longest time, like I've been doing art my whole life. And for like such a long time, I remember being like, I would hold a piece of charcoal and I'm just like, I hate you. (laughs) Like (laughs) I hate you charcoal. You're messy. You get on everything. You stain clothes. Yeah. Yeah, but now I'm like, you said I have to use pencil in this assignment, and I really don't want to. Can I please use charcoal, <laughs> please? Because you see, uh, yeah, you eventually fall in love with all those things you hated about it. Because yeah, I mean, you just well, one, I mean, you work with something like charcoal, you realize all the benefits that come with like yeah. with like something so strong of a of a uh, I want to say utensil, but it's really more of its own medium than it is even a utensil. But uh, mm. yeah, I mean, you get everything you, oh, you get so much with charcoal and and i'm i mean you know me i'm a very novice novice artist yeah. but uh, <laughs> i love abstract and i love to be unknowledged because i mean like you you said it amazingly you know the more you learn the more you learn how to do art um how like everybody else does it the less you, you know the less you have of your own art you know the less you have of just that spo- spontaneity that that kind of fire that just comes out of nowhere, you know, and you just like, yeah. I'm going to put a line there for no other reason than my heart is telling me a line is supposed to go right there and it is supposed to be deeper than all the other lines I have. It's supposed to be sharper than all the other lines for no reason, but it's just going to be that. And, you know, you don't you, you don't get that when you learned, like, I can't put a line there because mm-hmm. I've already structured this a certain way. I've already, I've already put it together to make it look a certain way and feel a certain way, so I can't put a line just straight through the middle of it, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> she's in the simplest that, of terms <laughs> yeah amanda it's funny that you say that because amanda is someone that's just like why'd you put that line there and then it's just like i don't know i just i just felt like it belonged there and she'd be like i love that <laughs> oh, i love this line <laughs> i love to now you really, really want to meet her because i feel like i feel like she would not like my art for how good it is but i think <laughs> she'd have a lot of questions to ask like, what is this giant orange circle in the middle of this very very cool calm colors you know like but um yeah yeah you're making me really want to meet her now and just just get to talk to her for at least like 30 minutes Mm -hmm. i mean gosh yeah she i think she makes it really easy she another thing that like i'm really gonna miss about her is that she's so easy to talk to i know last semester i was going through a lot just mentally speaking especially towards the end Mm -hmm. of the semester and i had a breakdown during class it's a two and a half hour long class and I was just hanging on by a thread. And then I was just drawing and just crying and drawing in the middle of class. <laughs> and then she, like, tiptoed over to me. And she's like, are you okay? <laughs> like, do you need to step out? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then she came up to me after class. She's just like, let's talk about it. Because, like, I've never seen you like this before. 
so like let's talk I just I want to know what's wrong and I, I just like laid everything on out on the table for her and she was like very like good about I guess just listening and mm-hmm. like figuring out a way to help me and she was like I really want you to be able to focus on yourself in this time I know it's towards the end of the semester a lot of your artwork's piling up so it's hard but um just try to figure out what you love about yourself and especially do that in your artwork and wow yeah that's just that's a moment that I had with her that I'll cherish forever because it's yeah. like I don't really do that with people I don't really like I'm a quiet person I don't like to talk yeah. because I feel like a lot of art majors are like that just like only speak when spoken to <laughs> like yeah yeah yeah. I mean, yeah yeah please don't ask what my art means <laughs> you yeah. know like like Please. I don't want to tell you more about <laughs> it because I've I put like everything I had to say about it is on the paper, you know, and like, yeah. and I love that. I mean, I I even I've had very similar moment. Even today, actually, I had a very very similar moment with a teacher where I walked out of a class like I just need some air, yeah. and another professor actually you know caught me and was like something's up. Yeah, we just talked and like when you really can kind of bore bore your soul to. You know, someone that you think you you think, you know, you can't show your your darkest moments to or your weakest moments to like really makes you feel like, hey, maybe this is all going to be OK or hey, maybe it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, you know, like especially when it's when it's someone you respect so much, you know, like they've already been through all this. Like what you know, like if they made it through, like, you know, and in, in those moments, you're like, I'm never going to be at that point. I'm never yeah. going to be able to, you know, even make it through this, you know, like. When you when you hear that and you hear them like I've been right where you are like I've been yeah. even worse you know like you hear these moments from them you're like what like I didn't know you felt like that too you know I didn't you're so, you're you're the man you know yeah. like, you're amazing I think that's why a lot of people go into the teaching profession and become professors or become teachers no matter what the grade level is because they look at us like we're we're in our twenties. We're like we're having our quarter life crisis. Yeah, we yeah. don't know <laughs> what the future holds for us. Are we actually going to go through our major? Are we actually going to get jobs? What if I don't get a job? This that this yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I just came here for four years to go back to McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> and um. there, a lot of profess. I can speak for a lot of professors um, here. That that's just what they they strive for. That they love seeing struggling students and being able to help them find their way you come to college to learn how to be an adult without actually being told how you kind of just learn on your own just lessons in life and I know that professors love to be able to help in any way that they can because they've been in our shoes yeah oh my god I feel like most professors love to like you know tell a story from their past yeah relate it back to them because I mean it is it is a fact of life that most of us go through the same trials and tribulations. I mean, especially if your trials and tribulations are, you know, centered around school because, like, you know, they've been in school. You know, like, yeah. they had to have been. And, and um, yeah, when you hear it, when you just hear it from them, it sounds, it sounds, it sounds smart, it sounds right, and it sounds comforting. Sounds tr- comforting, yeah. It's just, um, you know, it's something that you need to hear sometimes. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? You need to hear that, that we all go through these things. I mean, we all, we all sometimes got to climb out of the pit, you know. That is, yeah. that is just the ever-ending nonsense. And I've I've been saying this lately that I, I think college is, it's 
sort of like running through running through real life with safety pads on. Yeah. And there are all these opportunities we get to grab onto while we're here, right before we get to take off the safety pads, and we really gotta be running through, taking the cuts and bruises now. Um, but you know, while we get these safety pads, like, you know, we can really crash and burn while you know while we're wearing those safety pads, and it might, you know, you might feel like you took that whole impact, but you didn't get any bruises, you didn't get any not not you didn't get any cuts too deep, you know, and it's because we've got these safety pads, you know, like we're not. Not doing anything crazy. The worst adult thing we've really got going on is taxes. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, um, and, and that's crazy to think about at the end of the day. Taxes are voting, you know. Um, Still haven't filed my taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, me neither. I actually have not had to. Thank God. Um, but um, yeah, it's just it, it is really is really 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 comforting to hear. And like they and they've met so many people too. It's like they don't even have to tell you their story. They can tell you even other students. Like, dude, I've seen a student. Ten times worse than you. Like today, a teacher told me a story of a student that came through here. Actually, I had a class with her. Um, she spent ten years in jail before coming here. She came here when she was thirty. Mm-hmm. Spent ten years in jail, um, and she came here and absolutely killed it through her major. And she even fixed up her act actually before she even went to court. Is what he told me. And and the judge even told her it was an it was an unfortunate um, thing. A law had just been passed that whatever she had done that there was a new like 10 year minimum for whatever she did so the judge even said because she had cleaned up her act is um drug related but um the judge said like you know i wish i didn't have to give you jail time i wouldn't if i couldn't if i could but you know the, the, <laughs> the law said i have to give you 10 years minimum and that's mm-hmm. just you know it's terrifying to hear but you know i love y- you know you love hearing that that didn't sway her you know she came back fighting even stronger you know? yeah and like, it, and it's just amazing to hear those kind of things. I mean, she's graduated now; she's killing it. Mm-hmm. And you know, you hear something like that, it's like she can do ten years, get a degree, come out of here alive to the same degree I'm going after. You know, <laughs> like come out alive through the yeah. thick and the thin. And you know, what am I complaining about? You know, mm-hmm. um, wow, this has been amazing, Sammy. <laughs> we are going to bring it to a close here, Sammy. Is there anything you'd like to shout out or really just say, you know? You've been so awesome. So, so awesome. Um, I guess, obviously, for Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. Give her IG. <laughs> if you want to follow her Instagram and see her artwork, it's at Our Lady of Prince. Mm. She posts her artwork all the time. Her most recent one I had mentioned was the veterinary clinic. If you want to look at her mural work, it's amazing. And... It's really unfortunate that her commission pieces are taking up more of her um, class time. It makes me sad, but yeah, but you know she's off to better things, and I mean you'll be a peer of hers actually oh, coming yeah. up, so that's even something even awesomer to look for. I mean you could literally even be working side by side with her on one of those. If I ever get to the point in my life where like I'm I'm not a graphic designer anymore for a company. Mm-hmm. I would want to be like an art professor. I would love to be yeah. that and do what she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the way that she does things is just what made me fall back in love with something I hated my whole life because <laughs> I was forced to do it. But she made me refall back in love with art. And without her, I don't think I would have ever gotten through this first year of being an art major. So. Wow. That's truly amazing. That's what we love to hear. That's why we're here, guys. This is Happy Thoughts. 
All right. As we do with every show, we're going to end it off with, um, as she's already been on the episode uh, on the show, we have already played her favorite song. We're going to play um, one that's both of our our close close favorites. It's called Walkman by Tiny Meat Game by Tiny Meat Gang. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, and uh, yeah. We pack it down the We ain't good. Yeah. I'm a fat man. Uh, Feed it chewing drugs like Pac-Man. TMG uh, on your walk, man. Ooh. You ain't fucking with it. You can take a walk, man. Take a walk. Ay. Take a walk. Yeah. You don't want to push my buttons. Take a walk. Take a walk. Ay. Take a walk. Yeah. You don't want to push my buttons. Yeah. Take a walk. Ay. Shorty jumping in the front row. I put a face on my wood like a totem pole. My lid's low from the blunt smoke. Bus pass, smacking your girlie's box, she a camel pack. Touching the end zone, and we go running back. Fingers all over my quarter pounder, and she loving that. Uh, hi, babe. We just made a song, and I'm rapping about other girls. And I was just wondering if, yeah, I know it's just, it's a, I, yeah, it's okay. All right, cool, guys. Let's print it. It's good. She said it's all right. We ain't good. Yeah. I'm a fat man. Feed it, chewing drugs like Pac Man. TMG on your walk, man. You ain't fucking with it, you can take a walk, man. Take a walk. I'm in the panga like I'm Corey Am. Drunk switching lanes like I'm sorry, man. Stole your bitch, was a breeze, she a super fan. She a hoe, cause she fucking with my farmer's tan. Run your mouth, boy, you can take a hike. Gloves off, bitch, I'm feeling impolite. I got this chick and she likes to cook me dinner. Might bust down her ring finger. Hey, babe, so uh, I'm making a song right now, and I am rapping about other girls, but I ended it by saying I was going to propose to you. Is that cool? It is? Oh, yes. We ain't good. Yeah. I'm a fat man. Feeding, chewing drugs like Pac-Man. TMG on your walk, man. You ain't fucking with it. You can take a walk, man. Take a walk. Take a walk. You don't want to push my buttons. Take a walk. Take a walk. Take a walk. Push my buttons, take a walk. Take a walk, hey, take a walk, yeah. You don't wanna push my buttons, take a walk, nah. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope you had a good time. Until next time, I'm your host, Joey Brovant. Stay safe and think happy thoughts. There's everything. Happens for a reason Yes, everything happens